Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Health and Fitness Friday on the Essential Strength Podcast. Last week, we began our conversation about pain and the importance of continuing to find ways to stay active and mobile, even in the presence of pain. Today, we are going to zoom in a little bit and discuss low back pain and the state of the literature as it relates to what does and does not work when it comes to exercises designed to rehabilitate chronic low back pain. In particular, we're talking about the findings of a literature review published in December 2018. This review looked at various common exercise paradigms used to address low back pain and how they affected pain, disability, quality of life, strength, mobility, and flexibility. Before we dive into some details, here is the great news. This review found that every single approach, be it Pilates, global postural rehabilitation, McKenzie exercises, etc., every approach was effective for reducing pain, disability, and improving quality of life and the effects held up over time. These exercise-based interventions were also more effective than a pharmacological intervention at reducing disability and improving physiological outcomes like strength and flexibility. No single approach was clearly superior to the others given the current state of the literature. Now, why is this important? Well, chronic low back pain, which is defined as pain that persists for three months or more, is experienced by 70 to 80% of adults at some point in their lives. That means if you look to your left, either you or that person is pretty much guaranteed to experience chronic low back pain at some point in their life. Exercise interventions vary widely, focusing on breathing, posture, core strength, kinetic chains, biomechanics, and the list goes on. The fact that it appears all of these interventions have positive effects on chronic low back pain may raise skepticism for some. Does it really matter what you do or how you do it? Why should I see one practitioner instead of another? But at the end of the day, more options to reduce chronic back pain and disability, it's a good thing. So in this study, 28 randomized control trials that met inclusion criteria for the review um, compared Pilates to standard exercise, standard exercise to McKenzie exercise, McKenzie to GPR, and in almost every study, there was also a control group that received anything from just written educational materials to passive modalities like ultrasound to essentially nothing. And While most studies did not find significant differences between the specific exercise techniques or between a specific technique and general exercise, one thing that held true across the board was that exercise-based interventions were more effective for reducing pain than control group interventions. There are a number of other areas of analysis in this review, uh, including quality of life scores, self-perceived disability, and psychological factors associated with back pain, um, and these different various interventions, but we're going to stick to the findings specific to pain for the purposes of today's conversation, and the link to the original research is in the show notes for anyone inclined or intrigued. The authors of this review, in their conclusions, stated this, 
these different techniques are more or less equivalent in reducing pain, reducing disability, and improving quality of life, and are more efficient than generic, pharmacological, or instrument-based approaches. So, long story short, if you have chronic low back pain, or you know someone who has chronic low back pain, and based on those statistics from earlier, chances are you do, and you or they seek treatment, find a practitioner who will utilize active guided exercise as a first-line strategy for improving pain. That's all I've got on back pain for today. But before we sign off, a couple of things. If you enjoyed this conversation, found it valuable and interesting, I highly recommend you check out episode episode 14 with Brad Farah on how and why he built evolution, healthcare, and fitness. We talk a lot about how healthcare is delivered versus how it really should be delivered and how the birth of evolution came from Brad finding other clinical settings as a sports chiropractor just didn't meet his standards of practice and how he's created kind of an oasis for both providers and patients. And um, if you are a coach or a trainer who has clients with low back pain and you want to serve them in the best way possible, I can't say enough about Michael Mash's course, the Barbell Rehab Workshop. And our listeners can use the code STRONGER25 to get $25 off the online version of the Barbell Rehab Workshop, which is linked in the show notes. And by the way, this workshop counts towards continuing education requirements for pretty much every major accrediting body. And those credits are likely coming due here at the end of the year. So if you want to maintain your certification, it's time to get on it. Use the code STRONGER25 and get the Barbell Rehab Workshop online version. All right, catch y'all next week.